Welcome to TrekCast, the official podcast of the Real Estate Council deep in the heart of Dallas, Texas. I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today we're getting a quick deep dive on the 2019 Young Guns Foundation project with our project managers Fernando Ceballos of Pape Dawson Engineers and Travis Gunter of the Beck Group. The project is a renovation of the auditorium, teacher's lounge, and courtyard at the Martin Luther King Jr. Learning Center, which is a Dallas Independent School District facility located within the Dallas Catalyst Project neighborhood in the Forest District. Fernando and Travis will tell us more about the project and how you can get involved in just a bit. We also have a volunteer workday coming up on September 7th that you can register for now up on recouncil.com, but I'd like to note that you have to register on both our site and the DISD site so they can conduct the required background check. We'll link to those events in the show notes and on our blog at recouncil.com backslash trek wire. Remember to subscribe to TrekCast if you haven't already. We're on most major podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow Trek on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, so you can stay up to date with everything we're doing in DFW and beyond. And now, here's Fernando Ceballos and Travis Gunter, our 2019 Young Guns Foundation Project Chairs, right here on TrekCast. Guys, before we get into the details of the 2019 Young Guns Foundation project, I'd like to start with a very basic networking question, because after all, Trek is a networking organization. So who are you, what do you do, and how did you initially get involved with Trek? My name is Fernando Ceballos. I work for Pape Dawson Engineers as a project engineer. I work in the site development, land development area. I got involved with Trek um, just by a simple Google search. I wanted to you know, get more involved with the industry and real estate, and so I found Trek, and it was one of the leading organizations in the area, so I figured, why not get, try to get involved? Uh, my name is Travis Gunnar. I work for the BET group. I'm in our uh, pre-construction estimating group. Um, I, uh, I initially got involved with Trek actually through the Young Guns Foundation project. I had a coworker that needed some help uh, getting some stuff done for the... The community garden project. Sorry, I was trying to remember exactly what it was. Sure. Great. So the foundation project, this year's foundation project, is a renovation of the courtyard, auditorium, and teacher's lounge at the Martin Luther King Jr. Learning Center, a Dallas Independent School District facility located within the Forest District as part of the Dallas Catalyst Project. Guys, how did this partnership come about? You know, we spent a bunch of time uh, at the beginning talking through different options and kind of what we could do. And some of them were more just kind of donating money or providing professional services. Uh, one thing that I've always enjoyed about the foundation project, especially the Young Guns, is the way that it brings all of the Young Guns together through the workdays. Um, so getting volunteers in there together to interact and talk to each other and actually kind of put their hands on some of the change that they're helping to affect. And that was kind of what MLK gave us the the best opportunity to provide. Yeah, there was really a big need as far as what MLK needed. And so we thought that, you know, with the funds that we had allocated for this foundation project, that we were in position to really help them out and make some significant changes in the school. And the partnership came about through through Cornerstone? Yes, I believe so. I think uh, the connection was made through Cornerstone. And so the Catalyst area has multiple projects going on. So we felt that MOK was, was one of the schools that really needed the most help, and the projects that they brought to us were the ones that made more sense to us. In the time that you've uh, taken the lead on, on this project, 
what have you learned about the school and its programs, the, the students themselves? Um, what have been your impressions so far? I think it's it's important to guess, take a step back and talk about statistics, right? Um, we talk about the school of what it's been able to do in, in the short time that you know Principal Seward was there, but when we talk about the statistics, you know, there's 30% of the students who are homeless. Like that's that's not okay. Uh, we think about what the school is trying to do for these kids. Uh, there's you know things like them having to wash cardigans for this for the for the kids. Uh, it might be a simple task, but having to wash you know 300 cardigans every single day for these kids seems unrealistic as far as the expectations of what the school should be be providing. And then on the positive side, I think um, you know the school has grown uh, double digits right from their growth as far as growing from I don't know I I don't want to I guess uh, paraphrase here, but going from one of the lower ends of this, the stats as far as the rankings go to one of the top schools in math and science. So that's really great to see. And then the other thing is, uh, you know, the school is transitioning over to a, what is it called, Travis? Uh, it's, a, it's an academy, but it's going to be a feeder school for uh, Booker T. Washington. That's right. Performing it, arts. That's right. What makes this project so important in the broader context of the Dallas Catalyst project? Well, I think the Dallas Catalyst project is cool from the standpoint of Trek just has a huge amount of resources that it's pumping into one area for three years, you know, right now. And I think that's great. One thing that I really think that the foundation project working with MLK is going to be able to provide is a foundation for the kids in that area to hopefully grow up with a little bit better circumstance than they are so that they can really take advantage of all the change that Trek is going through so much effort to affect in that area right now. So hopefully they can see all of that happen and grow up in a better environment and then ultimately keep that change going forward. I would definitely echo that. I think we can work on project after project after project, but at the end of the day, if we don't impact the community and the people's lives, and wanting to make a better opportunity for themselves, you know, things are not going to change. So I think in the grand scheme of things, impacting these kids' lives who who need the support is really going to drive a, a change in the community. Yeah, definitely. So what what does the renovation itself entail? What what kind of worker are we talking about here, and, and what kind of team have you guys put together to, to make sure this gets done? We've got a couple different projects or a few different projects within the overall project and Fernando and I've kind of divided those up amongst ourselves so I guess I'll talk to I'll talk about mine and then you can talk about yours that'll work um, so I've been working with Austin Hicks with TBG partners uh, Patrick Henning with Brassfield and Gory Tara Harandi with GFF and uh, Nikki Markham with Corgan and what we've kind of been working on is they've got an interior courtyard that they use to provide a space for the kids to go and enjoy. So like if you're a really good kid, you get to go and spend time in this courtyard. You get to have your lunch outside. Um, it's instead of having, instead of focusing on discipline, they try and focus on, um, providing incentives for all of the kids, which is really cool. And Austin, um, has been amazing at helping out with that and making it into a, a neat space. Obviously, all of this change and all this effort that goes into these kids takes a lot of effort from the teachers. Um, so upgrading the teachers' lounge, once we saw what that looked like, was something we, Fernando and I both really wanted to do. And Nikki Markham has really stepped up to kind of make that a really fun and exciting place, something to kind of re-energize all the professors. Um, 
as Fernando mentioned, they wash over, I think, three or 400 cardigans daily, weekly. I mean, it's amazing what they're able to do with one washer and dryer. So really we're trying to, currently their laundry spaces, it doubles as a storage facility, which is just makes the fact that they're washing that many cardigans that much more impressive. I mean, they also wash kids clothes that come in. So if these kids are homeless still and they come in with dirty clothes, they'll give them a clean set of clothes, wash their dirty set of clothes, and then swap back at the end of the day. So in addition to all of that, they've got all of these other things that they're doing. And Tara Harandi's really been helping us out with how to make that space more efficient and effective for what they're working on. And then Patrick Henning with Brassfield and Gorey, that's just a lot of people and moving parts to coordinate. And he's really kind of served as almost a third co-chair to step in and help us out when we need help coordinating things and work through problems. Yeah, and I guess the other other areas here for the project um, is the auditorium. I know the school has been in the past uh, having to go into classrooms and take chairs to take to the auditorium. And so from a logistics standpoint, it's very difficult for the school to have functions at their auditorium because they just don't have the seating for the kids. And so we're, we're trying to step up in this foundation project and really provide them with a way of um, adding additional seating. And then also from a storage perspective, how do they you know, keep that in the auditorium? The other thing that we're trying to work with Sam here from with Barcadia on the auditorium project is potentially helping them with their audio and visual, right? They, they want to do all these different functions. And so we want to ensure that they have the capacity and technology to be able to work on, on these projects. And I guess the last person that I wanted to mention on our team here is Jeremy Wilkins from the Winstead PC. You know, he was instrumental in ensuring that we had the MOU complete from uh, with DIZ and Trek. And so he's definitely an unsung hero as far as, uh, you know, getting things moving moving forward. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, illegal, I guess, documentation and paperwork that needed to be taken care of. So uh, definitely thank you to Jeremy there. Yeah, the amount of back and forth that he had with DISD and Trek was amazing. Um, and also one other part that we're able to do with this with uh, Scott Miller with Streetlights is kind of help them replace a perimeter fence that they have right now. And that's, so up until now, we've kind of talked about all the volunteer aspects to it, but kind of the donation professional services portion of this is replacing a three foot tall chain link fence that doesn't really keep out anybody or keep kids in. So Scott's helping us coordinate that with DISD as well. So how can, how can our members get involved? How, how can they help you guys out? Uh, I know you guys have a, you have a volunteer work day coming up in a couple of weeks. We just had a happy hour to sort of kick off the project. Um, you know, how, how can we bring more people into this uh, into this project? So I guess the next step is the volunteer work day with DISD at MOK Learning Center on September 7th. Uh, there's going to be all these different projects that are going to be moving forward. You know, we're going to need volunteers to help out uh, with the courtyard, with just ensuring demolition is taken, taken care of, uh, ensuring that the new landscape that's coming in is, is actually planted the right way. And so November, September 7th is going to be the, the next opportunity to get involved. But if people can't or don't have the, the time to volunteer on that day, there's also opportunities to work with um, the education committee here in Trek. You know, so uh, Trek is trying to find ways to do learning buddies uh, and, and reading buddies with, with the school. 
And so that gives an opportunity for our Trek members who don't have a chance to do the work day to also get involved with the school in itself. And then uh, I guess from the logistics standpoint and coordinating, if people happen to hear this podcast, you know, prior to the work day, if there's any donations or any in-kind partnerships uh, as far as services go, you know, we're always looking for a helping hand. Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll throw in any any sort of contact info, uh, you know, that that people might need. Um you know, to help speed that process up, up, up a bit more. Um, Fernando, Travis, thank you so much for, for coming on and chatting with me about the foundation project. I have one last question that I like to ask our guests. Trek's slogan and its challenge to our members, um, it's also the theme of this year's Giving Gala, is to build the city you've imagined. As Trek members, as young professionals in the commercial real estate industry here in Dallas, what does that phrase mean to you? What kind of city do you imagine? I think, you know, you look at skylines, you look at buildings, you look at all these different projects that are coming in. It's it's a beautiful thing to look at and you take pride in knowing that you live in a city that's that's growing. But I think the, the city that I imagine is a community that's fully engaged and takes ownership of their, of their local community. I think if we're able to continue to educate and give resources and opportunities for people to really learn how to make a difference, that would be the the city that I want to be a part of, right? Because people take ownership of of their circumstances and continue to grow and and uh, just do their part in making things better. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you just said. I mean, I think it's definitely important to, as we continue to develop and companies continue to move here and we continue to have more people coming into the area, it's important to maintain that economic sustainability that we've had and kind of enjoyed for the last five or 10 years. Um, and just make sure that we're making decisions while keeping everything like that in mind. I mean, you need to make sure that there's affordable housing for people so that we can continue to have a workforce in the area. That's one of the reasons companies come here. So as we're doing all this development, we also need to make sure that we're maintaining everything for the people that live here. We are really looking forward to helping our young guns get this project going, and you can be a part of that by joining us at our volunteer workday at the Martin Luther King Jr. Learning Center on September 7th. Check out the registration link in the show notes and on recouncil.com. I'd like to thank today's guests, Fernando Ceballos of Pape Dawson Engineers and Travis Gunter of the Beck Group for spending some time with us. I'd like to remind you once again to subscribe to TrekCast if you haven't already and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Once again, I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks for listening.